First Tuesday that Fat and Ginger is back for 2023. Welcome to the show. It is one minute past eight. We're here at Pulse FM on Little Ryrie Street here in Geelong. I am Tim Young. My name is Tim Young. I am Tim Young. Sounds a bit stupid. Across the desert. Sounds like I am legend or something, which is not appropriate. Interesting thing about that movie I can tell you later on. Uh, Across the desk from me is Luke Massey. Well, the guys just played a bit of Will Smith. I was bopping along to that. And, you know, it's good to be back, Tim. We had a little break, didn't we? Besides what they say, Pete and Mike, we deserve that break. You know, we were. Work hard, mate. As far as fat and ginger people go, we work hard, you know. Mate, when you're at the top, right, of your game and your BMI is 58, <laughs> you need a break all Which the time. Which is something like a pork scratching. <laughs> um, but, but look, you know, saying that as fat and ginger people that we work hard, it's like saying you're the richest bloke at Sizzlers or something, you know. <laughs> it's not great, is it? For, for our younger listeners, if there are any, Sizzler was an all-you-could-eat restaurant. Oh, jeez, it was good. Remember that cheese and oh. bread? Oh. Oh. Stop it. It's good to see the boys, though. We haven't seen them for a little while. They gave us crap for not coming last week. And they give me hope, mate. Every time I see them, they give me hope. Because I think if they've got an entourage, you know what I mean? Like, surely we can get something happening. They've got a a producer. They've got their own producer. And this is no, no... Bull, ladies and gentlemen, I can see they're producing through the glass right no, now. No, they have. It's, they it's, actually un- have it's unbelievable. I, I think she must owe money or something. Yeah. I don't know Do you what own the, the money? deal is, but uh, <laughs> there's, there's definitely some sort of payback happening. No, that's right. Look, I'm excited to be back. We're going to talk about some stuff tonight. You've been spending a lot of time yes, at the Tim. tennis. Yes, I've been spending a bit of time at the tennis. And I've got to say, I don't know, it's a chicken or the egg thing. Either you've changed or the tennis has changed you. I'm not well, sure. Well, I don't think it's changed me too much, Tim, but I must admit I was very annoyed by that rain today. Oh. Uh, we lost half an hour on centre court. Oh. And, uh, I know a lot of people got flooded out, but, like, what about our delays? Yeah, that's you right. Did you get your money back at all? No, I no. don't think so. They got the ball boys. How the hell is that? They got the ball boys and ball girls. I've never seen anything like it to get on their hands and knees mm. with towels yeah. and clean the court that way. And you go, they're already not getting paid. They're already being kept at 4 a.m. Right. Now get on the floor with scrub. That's right. In a, in it's a, like the old days. Yeah. It's Bit of a count. Surely there's a campaign to pay them somewhere, isn't there? Oh, there's yeah. got to be something. A crowdfunded. I, I think. I think Murray might have tried to start something, or they might have even tried to crowdfund it. But why are they not getting paid, mate? They've been making squints. Well, everyone else there is getting paid. Yeah. Right. Everyone else, the players, are getting paid inordinate amounts of money. Hey, one of them could take a couple of grand less. And, yes. and pay the, the the ball boys and ball girls, but they, I mean, they started crowdfunding. They didn't try and take a pay cut, did they? No, they're exactly right. Yeah. Now look, just I'm like a, the guys next door. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, they don't take a pay cut. Mate. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, look again, they're at the top of their game, so they probably deserve every cent that they get. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about my summer break. There was lots going on and uh, yeah. lots of fun, and uh, there's been a lot happening, hasn't there? Has uh, what else we can do? I believe. Um, uh, we have got that, a very... That's crap. I, I've actually got a, a funny one for that. Well, not a funny one, but that's crap. Um, why are we... Why do we oh, I'll do it later, but why do we do private health? No, do it later on. Do it later yeah, on? Yeah, save it. Because it really annoys me. Oh, I, I can gather because you got it for that's crap. Yeah, and, and about, I gave you three exclamation marks it after did, it too. It's it did. I feel really passionate. me off. Uh, I'm going to talk about Dave Warner. Um, 
for a variety of reasons, and that's crap. Uh, <laughs> Just throughout the show? Or? Yeah, well, no, no, and that's crap. Isn't he our guest today? No, our yeah. guest today is the amazing Ethan Kavanagh, who's going to call us all the way from Perth, where he's uh, participating in the Perth Fringe Festival, I believe, with his show. And for those who don't know, Ethan Kavanagh is a comedian. He is a comedian. Um, he did a gig with us, didn't he, just before yeah. Christmas, and everyone I spoke to said he was the best by far. Yeah, which annoyed me. Yeah, me yeah, too. So. Mm, uh, anyway, gonna be, <laughs> that's right. Young, you know, pay your dues. Yeah, good looking, you know. Yeah. Well, wears a nice suit. Yeah, yeah that's right. Mm. Non-threatening. I um, mean, we're pretty good looking too. Um, have we got anything for Justin Murphy Award? Because that's the one square I forgot to fill out. Uh, one right well, don't let them behind the curtain, Tim. Of course we have. <laughs> They're just going to have to wait and see who that is. We've got plenty of candidates. Absolutely. The first Justin Murphy of 2023, Tim. Indeed. So, look, I think we should have a song and let's get underway. Well, I'll tell you what, the Hilltop Woods, mm. they won't let you down. So that'll be the end of the song there. Hilltop Hoods with the Won't Let You Down. 94.7 The Pulse. And the time is about 10 past 8 on Tuesday night. Now, Luke... It actually is Tuesday night. Yeah, it is. No, we no, don't no, have to not, pretend to be no, here. We're not selling the... I wonder uh, if Wayne will turn up now that he knows we're here. Well, it, yeah, good point, actually. I shouldn't have said anything. No, I shouldn't have said anything, should I say? Oh, it's Monday afternoon. Yeah. It's uh, 1 o'clock. It's a, a great sunny Monday. Jeez, I hope it doesn't bucket down on Tuesday yeah, afternoon. Yeah, I imagine that. That'd be yeah, terrible. Terrible. It floods the place. Jeez. Um, now, look, uh, you've been spending, much to my disappointment, uh, <laughs> lots of time at this time. Do you know how much crap I've cop for going to the tennis? And just off of a variety of people. Yeah, rightly so. Yeah, apparently yeah. every time you sit down at the tennis, you sit down on a spike or something. Yeah. <laughs> I've cop that much grief from mates from acquaintances, yourself, yeah. uh, you know, all questioning certain things about me just because yeah. I've gone to the tennis. And funnily enough, a mate of mine, I've got a couple of good mates, and we've got a group chat, and I said, oh, and, and me and one of them were at the tennis on the same yeah. day, which organised and catch up, and the other one wrote back and said, here's a little thing from a year ago that you blokes wrote, and we're both sitting there going, look at all these wankers at the yeah. tennis, we'd never go, and then the next year we're both there. So there you are. Now, I'm, I'm changing, I'm developing as a person. I think it's really important to be always like getting better in society. So, would I suggest that there's a certain someone in your life who's perhaps, you know, compelled you to go to the tennis? Oh, yeah, look, uh, Ash and I were pretty keen to go. Ash and I? Yeah. It was nothing to do with the fact that she wanted to go and I said, yeah, I'll come too. Yeah. Uh, But I enjoyed it that much. So, that was on the Thursday, just gone, and it it was a good day because I'd never been before to Australian Open. I've been to Wimbledon, funnily enough, when I was over there as a young fella, but that was more novelty to say your name. Uh, And we we spent the day on Centre Court, saw some people yeah, running that's around. Right. That's right. So, who, okay, so you were there today, right? Yeah. And you saw quarterfinals. Yes. Oh, amazing. So, yeah. that's so, like, so to tell the listeners, I went back again on Saturday night because Ash was working there. Yeah. I went and met her uh, and then uh, we watched the game and then I went again today and I was there all day today. Three times. Three times at the Open. How many days of cricket have you seen this summer? None. We need to talk. I know. Now, look, okay, so... so Quarterfinal, that's fantastic. You know, if I saw a quarterfinal of the Rugby World Cup, I know exactly who I was watching and what was going on. Yeah. What are the names of the players that you saw play today? Um, there was a, 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 a doubles game with uh, Smithy was there. Smithy? Yeah. Um, where, where was Smithy from? J.P. Smith. J.P. Smith. And, and the, his partner, his, his or name escapes me, but she was great. <laughs> um, and then we watched the, the women's singles quarterfinal yeah. with um, <laughs> someone from Kazakhstan and someone from another part of the world, which is um, quite exotic, I think, uh, and, and, and it was quite a desirable destination to go. 
go to. Dull uh, as And as then we watched fun. the men's quarterfinal, which was fantastic, mate. Yeah, um, who was in that? Uh, a Russian guy. Yeah, cool. And some, I should know this one, quarter. Quarter. So out of all the plays you saw today, you remember two. Well, uh, sorry, you made one, one and a half. I just made one. <laughs> I think it was Quarter. Like, that's uh, my point. Because Quarter was the only name I could pronounce for the day. Yeah, well, I that's mean. right. But that's my point about tennis, right? Is there's only two groups of people playing tennis people with zero personality mm. or complete assholes. Well, yeah, I don't know so if they'd all slip into that category, Tim. I think that's a generalisation. I think tennis is a great ah. game. And apologies to everyone who enjoys the sport out there. You're such a suck off. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it wasn't okay. So here's one: if you say all generalizations are bad, yeah, that in itself is a generalization, which means that some generalizations are, uh, are okay. acceptable. Okay, so, right. I see where you come with this. So, but look, it's, all right. So Thursday, we had a bloke sitting behind us who used to coach Sam Stosa. Yeah, right. okay, yeah. And he was sitting behind us, and he wasn't talking to us. He was chatting to other people. Best in his in the group. world, Sam Stozer. But uh, oh yeah, she's got yeah, yeah, yeah. muscles on her muscles. Yeah. But uh, it was interesting to get his perspective on it on the day because yeah. he was just chatting to his group, yeah. and they were all asking questions all day. They obviously weren't close friends with him. Yep. And then as the people around worked out who he was, yeah. he, was he knew his stuff. So it was quite interesting just sitting there, eavesdropping for the entire day and listening to all this information come in about how it works, yeah. about who's nice on the tour, who's a bit of a prick, like you said. I know, I know, but it was like, like if you're sitting there watching lawn bowls and all of a sudden you've got, you know, I don't know who a good lawn bowler is, but... Calvin Kirko. Uh, Kirko sitting next to you <laughs> talking you through it. It's, it's quite interesting. So we had a good day. You know, right. I watched Djokovic play. Yeah, okay. And he was at the, uh, oh, this is, this is why I've turned over a new leaf and it's not for a good thing, right? I was at the game where the Wallies were at. Did you hear about that? Oh, and they got booted, didn't they? And, and they, he, he got them kicked out. Now, were, right? they, were they unruly? It, or? It, it, they, he didn't have to do it. They were only yelling out when everyone else was yelling out. So they yeah. weren't yelling out when he was trying to serve like other people were. Yeah. But there was one or two of them, they drunk as. Yeah. And in between points when everyone's shouting, they were shouting at him. They're yeah, good. Right? But why can't you do that? If you don't like the bloke, yeah, you know, imagine you as a footballer, every you're time you, back. you heard someone yell something, you go, right, kick that yeah, bloke that, out. Yeah. Or you're fielding a fine leg in the cricket. Yeah. Away yeah. From hey, did you hear that? Those, did you hear that? Those 40,000 drunken yobos, out, please. He, he suggested my mother is a person of ill repute and that I can't bowl on the stumps. It, it, on I, I thought it was over the top. Of course it's over But this is what I say about me turning over a new leaf, right? I didn't drink, Tim. At the tennis. See, because that was giving me my question. Hang on, though. I swear I saw a photo with you with a cider in front of you. Yeah, but like when I say I didn't drink, I only had one or two. <laughs> I, I won't say I didn't drink at all, but you know what I'm like. Normally by that time of the night, I'd be three parts, right? And I had the best call in the world ready to go. Yeah. And I didn't yell it out. Go on, what was it? So after Djokovic won, yeah. right? And they, the guy was questioning him, and he was real careful not to mention those blokes, or he didn't yeah. mention it. And he goes, I've only got one more question for you. And he paused, and I I was just about to yell out, where's Wally? Yeah. And it would have brought the house down. Oh, you should have. And I should have, and I did it, and I regretted it all the way home, but that would have been lay down Mazir yeah. for the, you know, the 2022 Luke. Yeah. But on the new improved goes to the tennis Luke. Yeah, which is disappointing. Yeah, because that would have been great. That it would have brought the house down, made it, That would have been made. That would have made it on the TV. Yeah. Do you know what's funny thing? When that yeah. guy got kicked out, and this is something no one's talked about, the Wallies, yeah. right? They all got kicked out. Those what, so, four of them? so there was four of them, yeah. maybe five. And uh, before they got kicked out, the official went and sat in front of them for a bit. Yeah. to stop them from yelling out. Yeah. And then they kept sort of doing it, but slyly and eventually, like, not for long, it was maybe two or three games, and they kicked them out. <clears throat> but as they were getting ejected, and I'm sure, not sure if this was on the TV, someone shoved them. 
or shove one of them. A spectator. A spectator. So the the bloke was sort of like doing a bow to the crowd, like to say, I thank, because they're all supporting. Everyone said, you know, thanks for good night. And this bloke just came out of nowhere and shoved them, right? Yeah. And I watched this bloke. He he stormed off. The the guys go, leave him alone. We're doing our job. He stormed off right around and came from Djokovic's camp. Yeah. So right. he walked all yeah. the way down, all the way, all the way around the the uh, yeah, stadium same, yeah. to give this bloke a shove. He, like, to, he would have gone harder if they weren't getting yeah. kicked out. I reckon he was going over there to, to, to snort one of them. Yeah, absolutely he was. Yeah, so. I, I've got no time for Djokovic at all. Oh, look, I, I don't no. mind him. I, I, no. I was like you, but I don't know why. Why is he so maligned? Hey, Why is no one like prick. him? Why? He always has been a prick. I understand, but why? Okay, so he knew the rules in Australia last year, right? Yes, he knew that. And yeah. he tried to bully his way in yep. and flex a bit of... In, I don't, he's probably working under some bad advice from... Uh, not Cricket Australia, sorry. Tennis, Tennis Australia. Australia, yeah. And they all had to get a... Yep, oh, no, we'll get you in, mate. You, you know, you I, I'm not arguing with you. I'm saying, why is he so maligned? I'm, like, he's, he's won as many as Nadal and Federer, but everyone loves those two players and hates him. Yeah, but, but he hasn't really done much, has he, to deserve that? Uh, He's not like a curious throwing uh, stuff around. He, and, remember when he hit the ball off an anger and it hit the umpire or ball kid or something and they got hurt? You know, no, right. He's done a few that. things. Has he? Yeah, he's not a saint. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I remember yeah. early in his career he used to do impressions of other players that were pretty funny. Oh, wow. That's, now, that oozes personality, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oozes personality. Well, yeah, for some reason he's just not well liked. But so, I'll tell you what. The kid can play, and I'm quite happy to endorse him. What do you mean endorse him? Well, I'm happy to put my um, stamp of approval behind his ability. You are, yeah, behind his ability or behind him as a person. Nah, behind his ability, I'm saying he can play. <laughs> right, I'm saying so the kid even can though play. he's been world number one several times for many, many weeks, he's won a few tournaments. <laughs> none of that matters. But none of that matters because now... I've finally said he's all right by me. Elton Massey's finally. There it is. I'm giving him a stamp. Nah, he was on fire, mate. Look, he, he played against this young kid, and I know he's a young kid, but he, he looked all right. When was this? This was um, when we went and watched him Thursday night. Yep. And the first set, he went easy, and the crowd started turning on him. That's when the Wallys were yelling and all that. Yep. And it was almost like he let the kid get back into it and let him win the second set because the crowd were turning on him. Yeah. Like, he, he, he stopped playing the way he was and just sort of, like, went into his shell a bit and let him get back to one set all yeah. and then come out and won the next three games without the guy scoring a point. Did you watch any of it last night? Uh, not really, no. Well, I'd say I watched... Lots. Oh, no, I did, actually. I had it on for a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's Dim and Or. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Now, I know you're a movie aficionado, a movie buff. Oh. One of my favourite movies from... Oh, not favourite, but it's a great movie from the olden days was Great White Hype. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember? And they build it up as if it's going to be a contest. Yeah, massive. No, and the guy's dim, fat yeah, and he's yeah, not training. All, yeah, Dimonor versus Djokovic. You know, this is the showdown. This is it. Yeah. Nah. Jeez, what an absolute murder. It was like an audit of Dimonor's game, wasn't it? That, I, I did like the uh, thing on Facey this morning where it said uh, that the last time a demon went out in straight sets to have the Melbourne Footy Club. Oh, straight sets. I don't know if I'll be saying straight sets as a Geelong fan. Yeah, well, no. you know, we've copped enough of it. It's about time someone else did. That's it. Let's have a song and then we'll uh, come back, Harry. Okay, a bit of beat because sometimes we like to think about what happened yesterday. Reminisce. Yeah. <laughs> that was a nice little ditty there from, let's see, who was that? The Beatles. The Beatles. Up they sound, down, are they? Or? They sound all right. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you what, I've already given Djokovic my stamp <laughs> approval. I reckon if those Beatles, if they keep putting out little hits like that, yeah. mate, they might get somewhere They'll somewhere. They'll do all right. Yeah, I'll tell you, because this is the, the new me. I'm trying to build people up, not tear them down. Stick at it, lads. Oh, it's going to be a long year. <laughs>
How was your break, mate? I was good. You look like, you know what, I come in, I came in early, didn't you I? You did, you were well, 10 to. 10 to. Yeah. It's early for me. It is early. Oh, even, I, even Mike just walked in and go, what are you doing here? <laughs> 10 right. to. We started yeah. in 10 minutes. That was good. I came in and you just looked chirpy. And um, after what, how long we've been on here? 20 minutes? You, you don't look so chirpy anymore. Oh, you just, you look at the clock and you go, I'd be, and I've said this to you before, I'd be in bed with an episode of The Crown by now. <laughs> Surely you've done The Crown no, by I now, have. mate. I You're did. into the future now. No, I've got to say too, the last, the last series of The Crown was a little disappointing compared to the others. Yeah. Well, because I think what happens is, and I've, we may have discussed this, I can't remember what I've talked about. I've never seen it, by the way. No, so if, if, when you start from the start, it starts all the way back in the 1930s. And right. it's all... It's all touches and it, on, it, it goes through chronologically does. up until where are you at now? Uh, uh, my Dodie Al-Fayed's just met Princess Diana. That's, okay. That's how series five ends, right? Yeah. So... When it goes back all the way to the 30s and goes through all that, it's all sort of kind of interesting because it touches on history and their involvement yeah. in history. Yeah, cool. When it gets to the last series, it's all stuff that I can remember. Yeah, and you, you know. Yeah, there's you a, there's know, a limo chase coming up yeah, through the Paris go, streets. Oh, and you, you remember how dreary it was at the time. Yeah. You know, oh, I've got that coming up now. I've got to relive yeah, all that. Watch that but then, you, then you watch um, Charles go duck hunting for 25 years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, nipping and off then, to Gloucestershire so I can plough Camilla Parker Bowles. <laughs> and Cheerio then, uh, to all the royalists. Listen. Then George comes along... Uh, um, Harry runs away with the bird from Suits and you're done. You're all caught up. You're up to date, yeah. They're going to need a lot of extras, though, for last year when the Queen died, aren't they? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of extras. Yeah, it's going to be morning, expensive. Morning the streets. That's it. Now, look, yeah, no, summer break was good. Um, it's funny, isn't it? You look forward to holidays for so long and then all of a sudden they're in the past. They go so quick. They do. Um, but I went to Apollo Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, stayed with... You love in Apollo Bay, aren't you? Oh, you're like a local down there. I, I tell you what, you walk down the streets of Apollo Bay with Jody. it's like walking along with the Mayor of Apollo Bay. Yeah, you have to stop and chat. Oh, Jodie, Jody, oh, for those who don't know, yeah. her, she, she doesn't mind a chat. Oh, loves a chat. Yeah. And so she grew up there, but yeah. it's been away for some years, obviously, but it goes back and, and she always, you know, hanging on her about say, oh, you're the mayor of Apollo. No, I'm not. And literally, as soon as you say that, someone else comes up. Like, oh, Jodie, how are you going? And then we're stuck there, you know, tried to buy a scallop pie. I've been four yeah. and a half hours. I will say this, and this is nothing against anyone. You know, I'm not saying that, but I can't stand that. What's that? When you're trying to get somewhere to do something and and you, 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 who you're with, and it might not be your partner, sometimes it's just a friend. Go on. Wants to stop and chat to everyone. Making you what? Wait there. And then that makes you what? Annoyed. Starts with L. Late. Late. Yeah. Late. Where are you going with this? Well, you're the late... Oh, we've discussed this so many times. I'm not talking just... about being late. For no. Sometimes you just want to go for a walk or you want to get back home, the cricket's on, and someone wants to stop and chat. Now, I think we've just had a message. Yeah. It might be from Sam from, from the mayor of Apollo Bay <laughs> saying, you dickhead. <laughs> I'm in bed, you dickhead. That's great. Um, so, but yeah, so I love it down there. And we go to the beach and we set up the big gazebo and then uh, wonderfully with the advent of KO and technology, mm-hmm. watch and or listen to the cricket under the gazebo and then at, the beach. at the beach and you can watch the kids paddle out and that's it belly button rule and say look yeah come in if it gets yeah. you far out that's it don't get above the belly button you're don't make me come out there and get you no, that, that's right and then they then they go what are you going to do about it you go yeah no probably not much yeah. <laughs> um, but, and then really excellently too is I sent a text into ABC Grandstand yeah, I saw that. Yeah. You got, you, they read it and out. And they read it out. It was fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, get on you, mate. And, and like, you know, I know I'm getting 
Dulla as I get older. Obviously. And, uh, because that, you said that was one of your life uh, was, goals to get was, read out by Grandstand. Hey, You've achieved Jim, that now. It's all downhill. Jim Maxwell read out my text on air. So where do you go from here? I don't know. Old age, incontinence and death, I suppose. <laughs> Not much, is there? Well, that's, that's, the, yeah, that's the pinnacle. Hopefully that don't know what happened in the next hour and a half. Got, <laughs> got a bit of work to do. Well, I'll save the listeners from listening to your demise. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Look, so... One of the things about summer is in our family, um, we've got five birthdays in three weeks. Yeah, you were just saying, telling yeah, me about so that off there. And it just, just sort of gets the well, end it of it. sounds like a joyous occasion if you could combine them all into one massive bender. Birthday. Well, you know, yeah. start off with young Raph. Yeah. And, and start like, you know, because you want to be decent for that. Yeah. Then get to you and Jody where it starts to climb up and then get to Croc where so, yeah, it's just absolutely it's like... Debauchery. debauchery. He'd be leading mate, like, a, like a Roman orgy or something. <laughs> it's yeah. Caligula's best. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what else can I tell you about Apollo Bay? Because I've done, like, oh, the preparation I've done for summer break is to write summer break down. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I think I came back a week too early, if anything. Why? <laughs> I think I should have come back another week later. I yeah. came back on the 9th of January. I should have come back on the 16th. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we went camping as well at the same time, but we went oh, to New South Wales and got rain, rained on every day. It was crap. So you're the rain sort of... Yeah. Yeah, we just sort of took that with us, but it was really um, annoying to be up there in tents, all huddled under one tarp, watching it was like 35 in Geelong every day. That's going, we could have just stayed at home. When did you go? What day? Uh, I was like, we left before New Year's, we come back after. You just can't it was just, yeah. You're trying to erase it from your memory, aren't you? Well, we, we went to this place called Magic Mountain while we were out there. Yeah. And we've been building the kids up for it. Go, all right, yeah. it's been crap the first few days, but after New Year's, we're going to go to Magic Mountain. And we got there, and it was pretty average. It wasn't magic. What, the, the, illusionist at the, best. Yeah, illusionist. Very bad illusionist. Yeah. And... What I said to the kids after, what do you reckon? They go, oh, it's better than nothing. And that pretty much summed up our whole holiday. It's better than nothing. That was our tagline for the holiday. Yeah, oh, it's that's, better than nothing. Oh, come on. That's terrible. So, yeah, I know. It's just that's how terrible. it went. But, I mean, Apollo Bay, they've got the carnival down there. Oh, the carnival. Touch on the carnival. Yeah. Well, the crazy coaster broke, so we couldn't go on the crazy oh, coaster. Oh, really? Yeah. Where were you? Hey, no, I was waiting in line. I had nothing to do with the break. Okay, so, no but, yeah, no. but they set up across the road from the pub there. Yes, they do, yeah. And that many times, we just send the kids across the road with money and just say, come back when you're broke. Well, I hope, Jodes, you listen to this. This yeah. is what you should have done, yeah. This is brilliant, yeah. Well, i tell you what, though. We're in the wrong game. We should be in the carny game. Oh, mate, crazy, no. Each, they had tokens, right? And I can't remember how much each token was. I think it oh, was $4 each yep. or something. And each ride was, say, two or three tokens. Yeah. So it was either 8 or $12. Because you think you've got all ride. these tokens. You think you're going all right? Yeah. You've got to give two no, or three for every. Right. It's crazy, man. The amount of money those people make is Huge. crazy. I mean, Huge. it doesn't help the dental program at all. Play a song or their hygiene. This is all over. Done. Thank you, Axel. <laughs> Just venturing into self-indulgence. Oh, I can see you going yeah, there, but yeah. it's not quite as bad as Paradise City. Oh, no, it's not. That's a. But you remember what I told you about the gig? He couldn't hit those high notes. No, yeah. And what did you say? They just brought in a backing vocal. Yeah, he, he sort of clipped he, he something with his back. He kept reaching around to his back. Jeez, that's bad. And when he did that, they, they turned the backing track up of the actual yeah, song yeah, yeah, yeah. when he sang it. Jeez. On that, on the album. So uh, I've you know. got mixed feelings about that. Yeah, well, I suppose look, you look at over history. Yeah. You know, a lot of TV shows and that they always had a lot of 
backing tracks. They didn't, and they, you know, the artist got out and mimed yeah. Yeah. until certain artists said, oh, "I'm not doing that anymore." Yeah. And then they, they were able to do it live. But um, yeah, I don't know. We we enjoyed ourselves. It didn't spoil the night. No, no, no. Um, if you can't do it, you can't do it. I'd rather him do that than sing it. Yeah, but if you can't, do it, yeah, but if you can't do it, he shouldn't be filling up stadiums at 185 dollars a ticket or whatever. Meatloaf did, didn't he? Yeah, well, oh jeez, yeah, he's pretty good. Maybe they should have used the backing track for him. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Was it 2010? 11, mate. 11. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry. I don't know why I remember it sorry. so well. Why did I do that? Yeah. Mm. Well, it just seems that there's always a great entertainment when the Cats win. Mm. You know, there was Meatloaf that shit. year. It was shit for Yeah, but it's memorable. Oh, memorable. Robbie so, Williams last year. Geez, he was good. Robbie geez, your comedy was memorable the other night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how's, how's that? That's bad. Well, it? you met someone who said, I only remember one night, and that was the night that yeah, that's right. Luke got that's heckled it. by the owner. That's right. Oh, yeah. fantastic. So, we won't talk about that. Though. No, but look, talking of comedy, yeah. we've got a show coming up. Yeah, we do, actually. And we're working with uh, the Melbourne International Comedy International Comedy Festival, if I can say it. Oh, you know, it's just affiliation. They have to yeah. that, that, that only the privilege few get. Um, well, now that you're involved in tennis, all these offers are flooding in. <laughs> you're moving in those circles. Uh, all your friends at the Kuyong Lawn Tennis Club. Uh, and we're, we're hosting a heat of Raw Comedy, which is the Comedy Festival's national open mic competition. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Oh, it's we amazing. did it last year as well. Yeah, it's great. Um, you get some pretty, uh, you know, it's, it's a great night where people come down and try it out. Yeah. You get a couple that aren't that great, yeah. but it shows you how hard it is. That's right. And there's a lot of energy in the room and it's yeah. a great night. And, and people bring their friends and they support them. It's and great. Some people don't do it to win. They just do it because it's something they've always wanted to That's do. Right. And it gives them a platform. And everyone, even if they're not that great, yeah. it's still great being in the audience because yeah. you can see yeah. how they're, they're really trying hard. That's and, right. You know, and you get some fantastic ones as well. We had some really funny ones last year. Yeah, and, that, and it's all, and it's good. And I know a couple of people who have been talking about maybe doing it. And oh, awesome. Should, so, yeah, Tim Anderson's one that should probably have a go at it. He should have a go. Definitely. He? he certainly said enough toward the stage. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's time to get a little bit back towards on the, the, stage the, and, the audience. Yeah, that's right. But hey, if, yeah. if anyone's thinking about having a go, come along and try because you're going to be in a supportive room oh, with yeah. people who aren't expecting you to be the next Jim Jeffries, the next Jimmy Carr. No. Um, maybe the next Louis C.K., but um, <laughs> uh, no, we've got some um, window wipers on the tables. Stop. But, uh, you know, you can come along and have yeah. a go yep. in a supportive room and, and Take it off your bucket list. That's right. And you just never know, Tim. No, that's right. That's and how I started. Yeah, I thought right, yeah, I can't watch you. No, I'd and say and look at me, something. look at my career now. Well, that's right. It hasn't gone anywhere. 25 to 9, yeah. 94.7, the pulse. Um, and if you want to come along and just watch the action, as well as having a bit of live music, some excellent food, and beautifully cold drinks. Yeah, it's a fun night. How, how much do you reckon tickets are They're about 40 bucks, aren't they? Oh, you'd think they'd be 40 bucks each. They're not? They're 20 bucks each. Are you serious? Every ticket there, 20 bucks each. Can't do fair enough. Giving them away, mate. In fact, no, we're putting a tax on that. <laughs> we're making it 30. 20 bucks a nah, ticket. 20 bucks a ticket, mate. What a great night. LGFcomedy.com. Go yeah. there and uh, get your tickets to come along. If you want to register, go to Raw Comedy. Uh, I think it's .com.au or just Google Raw Comedy. Yeah, okay. I'll take you there and register and have a go. Yeah. Have a go, mate. mate what's Bring on? some friends along. You're, gonna, you're not going to have a terrible night. No, you, uh, you can have a great night. Yeah, and, if you, and, and the same thing, if you've got someone who's always wanted to have a go yep. or a funny guy at work, you know, just tell them. Yeah. Get up there and have a crack, yeah. mate. Put your money where your mouth is. Exactly. That's it. Oh, geez, if I was good on radio, I would play that now. What's that? By Jet. Oh, yeah. Put your money where, but I'm not that good. Nah, cool. that's all right. Should we have that's an ad? Right. Yeah, I'll play some uh, ads. Sponsorship, sorry. Go on. Running out of time to get those odd jobs around. 
That was Green Spoon at their best, Tim, from a few years back now. I think it's probably about 2003, I reckon, that might have come out. Chemical Heart, great tune. 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Think about that for a second. Oh, no, I don't want to think about that. I was young and carefree back then. The problem is... Hair blowing in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) This is the problem, isn't it, is that you go, 2003, you go... I just I, I was well and truly out of school, living as a fully functioning adult yeah. years ago. But I wasn't eating well. No, we still as a fully functioning. Well. No, well, I you know, actually no. Sorry, I knew how to no. heat up pizzas in the microwave. But you're trying at the moment, aren't you? Well, um, I feel like I'm I'm not quite at, um, where I should be tennis standard uh, when it comes to my culinary expertise. I made a bit of chow mein last night, though. Oh, hello. Yeah, it's a little bit. It wasn't quite good. No, it, how's it is the air fry getting a workout? Uh, I'm trying to stay away from it at the moment. But it's still healthy if you put the right stuff in it. Well, I'm not putting the right stuff in, am I? No, well, this is true. I found that nachos go well in there. Oh, hello. Pizzas? Oh. Like the frozen pizza. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You cut them out to cut them up and fit in, but oh, dim sims, those little cocktail spin rolls. Anyway, I'm getting angry. Hang on. Before you play the jingle for mailbag, I told you about this. I discovered pork belly cubes in the air fryer. Oh, you did say that too, yeah. Sweet, merciful Jesus. It was the best thing I've ever Where do you get them from? So you just buy a pork belly from the shop. Yeah, and cut them up. And cut them up. So what Sounds like a lot of work. Uh, It's worth it? It is a little bit of work, but it is worth it. You've got to dry the skin out for a couple of days. clean up? Oh, there's a f- little bit of fat, yeah. bit, a bit of hot water down the sink. <laughs> yeah, I'm not scared of a bit of a clean-up. No, so... Yeah, okay. So All right. we'll, we'll, okay, okay. We'll have a uh, break day from our respective diets, and I'll cook it for you. Okay. Now, we've got some mail back? Yep. Oh. Feel like abusing someone? Now's your chance. It's Fat and Ginger's Mailbag. It is 94.7 The Pulse on a Tuesday night. It's time for Fat and Ginger's Mailbag. Um, look, you know, I don't know what to say about Mailbag on most weeks, and this week's no different. Uh, we, any, we must have had a beat over the summer. Yeah, I sort of... Were, were, were of they all people shouting out, when are you going to come back? Yeah, that's We right. miss you. The better. summer's been crap without you. <laughs> there was none of that. None of that, no. And there was no Christmas cards. No, you didn't get one. Not uh, Sorry, one. mate, I forgot to send you one to you. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, should we start? So, Trevor from Meredith, and he says, uh, how many hams did each of you consume <laughs> over Christmas? <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the ham, actually. Really? If you had to see how much crackle, like, honestly, oh. I was starting to, my skin was starting to crackle. harden yeah. and, and salt, crackle. a bit salty and... Crackle yeah. would be my... I reckon crackle would have to be up there with my death row meal. Well, I, that was the one thing I had to bring to Christmas lunch. Well, just crackle, not just, roast pork. No, no, because they didn't trust me to get a good cut or whatever. I just yeah. paid for it. Yeah. Like, I gave them money. They went and got it. But yeah. they said, can you hunt down some crackle? I found a little butcher had heaps. I go, how much you got? And he goes, oh, as much as you want. So just pigskin, really? Yeah. I said, give me 20 sheets of it, right? And he just looked at me and his mouth just dropped open. He goes, are you serious? I said, yeah, give me 20 sheets. And he started cutting up. I didn't realise how big they were. I thought 20 sheets was like, oh, I know it's radio, but like an A4 size. But they're massive. How <laughs> big one. Like. He started counting them out. I got to five. I said, that's enough, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Leave some for someone how else. How thick were they? Like how much, how thick oh, was what, How thick's crackle? But I mean, like, did it was a no, it was like a it was like a sheet of uh, I don't know, just skin. Like, there's no meat or fat. No, that's just, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, gotcha. they cut the skin off. You had five sheets of just skin. Oh mate, I just ate that much crackle. How are you alive? Well, I, I, nobody wanted really wanted to go near me on Boxing Day. Don't don't blame. I didn't have a lot of company. Um, okay, so Tina from Bell Post Hill. 
Okay. Uh, asks, uh, hey Luke, what's the worst movie of all time, knowing that you're a movie aficionado? Mm, that's a tough one. There's some really bad films, but I think one that I saw once was called The Pit. Right. And it was uh, early 80s, Ooh. mid-80s, and it was about this kid who had a pit at the end of his garden with monsters in it, uh, and he used to lure people in there and push them in to feed the monsters. Jesus. That's pretty bad. Sounds bad. Yes, yes. Uh. I, I watch it regularly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so bad, I'll put it on for your mates one day just to stir them up, yeah. and they threw the DVD over the balcony. Is that in the collection? No, it was until they threw it away. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, the worst one I've ever seen is a movie called Isolate. I think I mentioned it before. No one talks for the first three quarters of the movie. Yeah. Awful, awful movie. What about the one you always bring up, Margo, at the wedding? Yeah, that's right up there. Yeah. But Isolate wins the shittest movie of all time just by virtue of no one talking. I'll tell you, all right, so The Pit is pretty bad, but I think it was meant to be. It was like a straight-to-VHS 1980s thing. I'll tell you what's up there for me lately, Mm. that new Thor film that was out. Yeah, you didn't like that at all. It was atrocious, mate. Almost unwatchable. Would have been pretty cheap to make, too. Yeah, yeah. Made a great cast. Just horrific film. Well, uh, last one. Dave from Anglesey writes, uh, I was at a dinner the other night, and I did a fart so bad that it set off the sprinklers (laughs) in the restaurant. Can you guys top that? <laughs> what are we getting here? What, what are people writing in for? Seriously, <laughs> someone's asking how many the hands question. have had. Can you top that? Can I top that? Setting the sprinklers off. Um, let me think. All right, I once farted in church, right? When I was a young kid. There was a, a I thought la- the devil was making a comeback. There was a lady behind me that obviously went every week, <laughs> and she sung every hymn at the top of her lungs, but it sounded like a sheep. It was that, that, that wavering mm. quiver. Yeah, I know that. Uh, you know, the one like a... <laughs> and I leant down at one stage, so like, you know, kneel down, and I farted, and she didn't make another sound for the rest of the really? thing. It was rotten, mate. <laughs> it was rotten. Like, the fact that I'm still talking about it nearly 40 years later... Mate, I, I'm surprised that she wouldn't have gone to church again. It would have made you question your faith. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, and absolutely. question everything. Well, there you go, Dave. Apparently, Luke can top your... Well, I didn't set any sprinklers off. But, <laughs> but it stopped, yeah. That's just saying, it stopped her farting in church. No, that's right. So that's mailbag for another week. Uh, well, that was scintillating, wasn't it? Well, hey, the phone's going off. The phone's going off. Answer it. Where? Okay. Answer it. Yeah, we'll put a song on it. We'll answer uh, it. Hang on, hang on. We might be back with someone. Right. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers there. Um, I'm going to see them in a couple of weeks too. Yeah, right. With Post Malone. Lovely. Uh, that, that'll be good at Marvel Stadium. But we've yeah. got some news, Tim. Yeah, well, we had a call. I'd, I'd get a bit nervous when the phone starts to ring. Yeah, so. I know. I always say answer it. Yeah. I'm not sure if we should or shouldn't. No. Sometimes you just take the good with the bad. But Who is this? It's our favourite person from, uh, where's he from? Mount Mercer? Mount Mercer. Wayne, are you there, mate? Yeah, boys, yeah. G'day. Happy 23, boys. It's Wayne O from the Merce, the Mount Merce. Yeah. How are we? Good, mate. It's uh, good to chat to you this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's been a while, boys. It's been a while. Where you been? I've been listening in. But, uh, yeah, we we, we needed a break, mate. You yeah. know how hard we work, Wayno? Or you wouldn't know probably about work. But yeah, no, that's right. Uh, we we work hard, mate. We need to take a break, and um, we're bringing back that level of mediocrity that we right. that we stand <laughs> for here, fat work, and too. ginger. So, what have you been up to, mate? Oh, I've been been on holidays, boys, for a couple of days. Bit of holidays, got out of the mirth. I'm down, I'm down your way, boys. Okay, actually, actually, a couple of days ago, I came to visit Tim, but the police wouldn't let me near him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too right. Glad yeah, to see the paperwork's did working. Get, did, did you get? Did yeah? Did you get away with what, Tim? Are you in the paper? Yeah, I, you know, I didn't know you were hanging out. 
Point Lonsdale. <laughs> you at the BP? Point Lonnie? Is that you, Jim? Don't behave yourself, Wayne, or I'll cut you off. Uh, very yeah, good, no, Wayne. No, look, I didn't, I didn't really believe it to be you, but I thought, I don't know, when people were talking about it, I said, that sounds like Timbo. Yeah, that's that, seals, that seals only 500 kilos. That's not nearly <laughs> enough. Oh, <laughs> that's Tim's little brother. Yeah. Oh, he's been on a diet. Yeah, he's on the light and easy, aren't you, mate? No, oh, no, no, I'm not yeah, the yeah, mate. I'm yeah. just trying to eat right. I'm just trying to do the right thing. I'm exercising more. I'm trying to, I don't know, not no, die. We're all turning over a new leaf here, Wayne, this year. We're all trying yeah. to um, to be better versions of ourselves. What about you? Are you going to do the same? Oh, well, yeah, I promised. I promised the man with the crazy wig that I'd be better. Wayne ain't going to be better. <laughs> And how's that panning out for you, mate? Oh, not good. Like, like I, I mean, I tried to, you know, like, I, I was having a great 2022 at the end. Like, part of 22, not good. But the end, you know, come September 22, oh, Wayno, he was up and about. Wayno. Yeah, the counter's going up, mate. Yeah, you would have been oh. happy with that. Oh, have we spoken since then? I think yeah, we have, yeah, mate. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, thank you. Tatters. I'm still so proud of my boys. The memory's boys probably not tatters. as good as it used to be, Wayno. Is that right? No, no, no. I mean, we have lost a couple. Yeah. But, uh, That's why but kids just, should stay away from thinners. Yeah, well, Yeah, 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 yeah. 
and uh, yeah, no, no, and yeah, my parents, my parents, and my grandparents, yeah, like, yeah, like, oh, we're all carnies, you know. Do you know? Do you know my parents? It's weird. My parents share the same parents. It's sort of weird. I don't have two sets of grandparents. <laughs> Yeah, listen, Tazzy, Tazzy, Tazzy. Yeah, my, my mum and dad. All right, yeah, Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll do. Yeah, Thanks, Wayne. All right, Wayne. Good, good to hear from you, mate. Oh, see you, Wayne. Boys, but, but when can I come in and see? I want to. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll chat about that. Um, why don't you send us a, a letter or something? Yeah, send us an oh, email. No, send no. us an email. We'll try and work out a catch up. Yeah, I do. I think I'll, go, I'll send you a finger painting. <laughs> you do that, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. You take care. I love you, boys. I love you. See you, mate. See you, Wayne. He's never come near us. Oh, I'm never going to meet that boy. You're far too nice to him. I know, because I'm a bit scared of him, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> Anyone who's been in the clink, I'm a little bit scared of. Uh, 100%. And, right? and with good reason. Because they pick up tips, Tim. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're, like, even an accountant or whatever, or whatever, you know, you go yeah, in there as a white-collar crime. White collar crime. Yeah. You come out with tats and uh, shaved head and... A shiv. And a shiv. A permanent <laughs> yeah. shiv. Found to make a nuclear weapon out of a biro. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, let's have a song. All right. What about a bit of uh, cold chisel? Oh, lovely. Sponsor. Time to get the boys out of their comfort zone and broaden their horizons with a fast night out. Um, I want to move something that we cancel for not out effective immediately. No, we're not doing that. Oh, you already tried. Well, I mean, oh, look, if we're gonna, we said at the start, if we're going to do this segment, if we're going to do this radio show, we're going to stand by our convictions. Oh, don't. Right? Do and not, I had. Do not lecture me. Right, when you are better at this than I am, and I keep getting shafted. I had a date put in for you. We announced it in front of a crowd yeah. at our gig in December, our Christmas yeah, gig. No, I couldn't, the I whole crowd it. behind yeah, it. Yeah, we played yeah. it here on the radio show, and that was meant to be when, Tim? Uh, Friday night just gone, the 20th. 20th. And what did you do? So Ooh, I can't make sorry. it anymore. Yeah, I did. But you agreed, and we got it changed, and we worked together as a team. It. Yeah, I did email. This is what I don't understand, right? So I had to email the circle, <laughs> the women's circle. What's it called? Women's circle of kinship <laughs> or something, right? And I said, oh, it's Tina here because I'd make your email own. comes up it comes Luke, Luke Massey. Massey and she's it's Tina That's here great. And, and without bl- a blink of an eye yeah, nothing. she got back and just said oh no worries Tina yeah, yeah, it's all changed for you so, so you're going to be going on the third which is what oh. about a week away uh, week and a bit yeah week and a bit great yeah, so you what? didn't get out of it but you just postponed it no that's right I, and I'm still as I was before genuinely worried about it oh I would be too yeah. like I'm not sure what will happen when I turn up oh, if you didn't have Jody going with you, I'm worried that you would yeah. get out with your life. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure what sort of people go to these things, but I imagine they're not Millions. very very fond of men. No, that's right. So, Which is fine, and we're accepting of that, whatever, etc. Well, this is a chance to practice your acting chops, like your skills. You, you were oh telling me that you want to do God. some acting. Oh, talk about the deep end. It's like saying, here we go, Tim, what we go? We lined out for Dave's work, Dave's work experience as an undercover cop with the Hells <laughs> Angels. That'll give you a chance to really sharpen up your acting. <laughs> if it's a bit wooden, yeah, I think you'll, right. you'll find you'll out find pretty much straight away. Quick. So, yeah. Well, let's see how you go. I, I, I'd hate for someone to give him a tip off what, before you go. What do you, do, what do you do for a living, Tim? New member of Hell's Angel. I am a labourer. Ah <laughs> 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 Well, Tina yeah. is going to have to be on point.
For those who don't know, for those who's listening for the first time, uh, we have a, a segment called Force Night Out. Welcome, yeah, yeah. And, uh, joining us in 2023. We have a segment called Force Night Out where we uh, make each other do some stuff you know the other person's really not going to want to do, no. like as far as tickets <laughs> it's, it's and something. It's gotten out of hand. Well, it was out of hand from the start with you because you've got no boundaries, so. Yeah, I know. But uh, it's good. I like it. No, so, uh, mm. Tim is going to a circle of women. Well, I don't know what it's called oh, now. It's... But, I don't know. But anyway, so it's basically like a, the idea is I'm going to have to masquerade as someone who's looking to transition across the being. Yeah, world. and you might learn something. And so I hope it, you learn something. That's what it's meant to be about. It's not supposed to be um, have a crap time. It's supposed to be uh, embrace different things in life and never know what part of that you can bring back to your own life, Tim. So you might learn something that night where you've gone, I never thought of it that way. I'm going to change the way I look at things. Well, I hope you wear a railway spike <laughs> in the nuts. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just, I'm just the, I'm just the complete opposite of them. I really am. Yeah, you okay. are. And I, th- I believe I might have said this on the show before, previously, right? I'm ex-private school, middle-aged, straight white male who's an oil and gas worker. Yeah, and then watches the rugby with your agates hanging out of your shorts. So breezy. Yeah. <laughs> Breezy camp, easy. Oh, gee. So, look, it's going to be fun. Not for you, but for me. (laughs) And I really can't wait. I was really excited about the other night, too, and then you changed it. But, look, that just gives me more time to anticipate. And sometimes anticipation is better than the deed, Tim. <laughs> well, we went out for dinner um, for my birthday on the 7th and spoke to friend of the show, um, Stevie Six. Yes, yes. And she was saying that she's been to the next one up from the one I'm going yeah, to. Yeah, she told us a couple of stories about that. And some of the stuff about that. What was it? You got, she, she was invited to steam out. Steam out her parts. parts. Yeah. So, so I, you know. Have we, you ever steamed anything out like that? Only dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your dumplings might get a mentioned. Well, that's it. What happens if it comes to steaming and they go, Tina, would you care to steam? I go, well, man, do that. Do that on chicken drumstick and get the steam on that. <laughs> I'm so excited again. Oh. I was actually a bit down on the dumps that you hadn't done it, but now I'm excited again. So thank you for bringing it back. Um, yeah, really excited. And that's the segment for Force Not Out because you haven't got one for me yet, have you? No, I haven't. I've got. I've just got to find something. I've got to find something. I don't know. Cut your hand off or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to play some ads. All right, we'll do that. We'll play a song. I'll play a bit of Nirvana. That'll cheer you up. And then we'll come back with uh, our special guest, Ethan Kavanagh. Sounds good. Lovely. The Pivotonian Cinema is open again. On the road to success. Station sponsor. Apologies there. I think I probably played the same ad two or three times there. But I don't think anyone will notice, sponsorship, mate. Sponsorship, sorry. Sponsorship. A, no one listens to them. B, no one listens to us. So. No. If you are listening, send us a message on Facebook. Uh, go to the Fat and Ginger hang page. On, hang on, let me just check. Oh, I just got a, a message from our guest that's about to come on saying, didn't you play that before? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he yeah. doesn't care. Like, 94 points on the Pulse, quarter past nine here, and uh, time for our very, very special guest. Welcome to the show, Ethan Kavanagh. Hello, yes, 94.7, the voice of the world, we're here, we're doing it. We are, Thanks we are. for having me, fellas. No, no, thanks for uh, ringing in all the way from Perth, where uh, you're there with Sweeney Preston, I believe, doing your presentation is everything show. That's right, I figured, you know, we'd, be, we'd come to Perth, the sales are looking a little bit bleak for tonight, so let's do some promo all the way over in Geelong. Yeah, on, on a local radio station no one listens to. <laughs> exactly, so it's a long walk, um, but by the time you get here, I think it'll be nearly be showtime. Oh, it's going to be a great show, so, too. You are going to be glad you did. So if you own a Learjet... Yeah. 
Um, yeah. you know, or jump on the red eye or yeah. whatever. Well, that's it. We're technically FIFO workers now, Sweeney and myself. <laughs> we've come in, so we're immersing ourselves in the local culture here in Perth. You know, we've been wandering around the Qantas Lounge in our high-vis. Wonderful, um, yep. Went to Bali for an afternoon and got married. It's all happening. <laughs> They're looking for workers, mate. The uh, the Qantas uh, work, uh, lounge there. They they haven't got people to load all the planes up, so they keep having to delay them or, or cancel nice? them. Yeah. The CEOs are too busy shuffling all the bags for everyone. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're putting drugs in every second one, it's you know, it's going to take you some time too, isn't it? So. It certainly makes it interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Right. But they are great crowds over here, and that's why we love them. Is yeah. That? So have you been, have you done a few shows so far, Ethan? We have. We've done two so far. So opening night um, on uh, what would be Sunday, and then last night was nice and full. Um, we've got another one tonight. So we're doing eight shows across two weeks for Perth Fringe World. Um, and yeah, it's been interesting. We had we had I think the drunkest man in Perth come to wow. the show on um, on the first night, and that is a hard that's, that's, hard that's to win. Wow, I'm wow. impressed. Yeah, what, what, did he play up a little bit? He was very chatty. It was strange because he was heckling the whole way through the show, but he wasn't being mean. Like, he was being very encouraging, but just kind of thought we were mates, I think. Um, Just wanted to be part of it. Exactly. So it was all fine until he kind of, then he kind of came up to the stage and he wanted to shake my hand and have a chat one-on-one. And Honestly, I thought I was going to get Will Smith. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. So while you were in the middle of your act, he just wanted to chat. That's it. I kind of, you know, it was a bit like Will Smith, but instead of me wanting him um, to take my, his wife's name out of my mouth, I think he wanted me to be his wife. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, it was very friendly. Um, and then he was kindly escorted from the venue after that. So, so after that interlude, half an hour later when you restarted, how did that go? Uh, it, was, no, it, was, it was all right. It was very, very chatty on the way out the door. We could kind of hear him going out and down the street. So I assume he got home safe. <laughs> I wonder if he gets home right and goes to work next day and goes, oh, they, this guy invited me on stage. I was so funny. Yeah, uh, they right. love me. The crowd loved me. And they made me part of the act. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he gets to work. They go, how's the show? He goes, good. I absolutely crushed it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an agent. I'm good to go. Uh, that's yeah. Right. So I've actually subcontracted myself out tonight while I'm doing this interview. Um, so Sweeney and, and the drunk man from the venue will be doing the show with us tonight. <laughs> That's right. So we're, uh, we're franchising, basically. Dude, you, got, you, you got those posters knocked up pretty quick with him on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Oh, look, all white guys look the same. With, you know, it's pretty easy to swap <laughs> one it. in and out. Now, how do you go? From, like, you're a long way from home, obviously, in Perth. Uh, and... and Festivals are a tough gig at the best of times. How do you go about promoting a show on the other side of the country during a festival? Because I tried to do Melbourne Comedy Festival last year and it nearly broke me. Well, there's this beautiful feature, uh, Tim, uh, on Hinge, um, the dating app, where you could set your location to another city. Um, So to save a few bucks on advertisements, we just put the posters on our Hinge profiles, set the cities wherever we're going, and just let people get familiar with our faces. No wonder that bloke come up on stage to chat. Please tell me. Uh, we spend true. a lot of money paying for dates, but other than that, you know, <laughs> it's not a financial great choice. But we have fun. No wonder that bloke wanted to stop and chat with you. Uh, on stage. Well, that's the thing. We had been chatting for about a month in the league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that maybe that one is on me, actually, the more I think about yeah. it. That's not, not a bad idea. I know Tim last year he was uh, doing a lot of leafleting out of the front, so I grabbed one off him. I didn't know it was for the takeaway joint next door. <laughs> <laughs> Don't encourage him, Ethan. That's so bad. <laughs> uh, look, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised with a show called Fat and Ginger when I have the. Uh, 
But I had the notification come up on my Google calendar. For a second, I thought it was a shopping list. I wasn't quite sure what, <laughs> what I was coming in for. You've got to be careful putting it into a search engine, mate. You should see what pops up. <laughs> uh, no thanks. Now, you're doing a lot of shows all around the country this year, aren't you? We sure are, mate. We got, we're doing all the big hitters. We're doing Perth and Adelaide. Um, yep. And then we're heading off to New Zealand for three weeks. Wow. We're in four cities in New Zealand. Um, and then we're coming back and going straight to Shepparton. Um, so <laughs> I'm glad you managed cities. to slot Shepparton in there, mate. Like, you don't want to yeah. miss out on the big guns. Exactly. You know, it'd be good to make some money somewhere along the way. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll be going back for Shepparton Festival. Then we've got Melbourne Comedy Festival. Then hopefully a couple of shows in um, uh, Geelong and Bal. Ballarat would be nice as well. We have plans for the mid-year next year. Sorry, did you say that Shepparton has a comedy festival? They have an arts festival. Um, yeah. And, you know, it is an absolute treat. I'll come into bat for Shepparton Festival yeah. any day. They they put us up last year in a hotel. It was right really? across the... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right across the road from the water treatment facility. We had the best <laughs> view in the city. It was wonderful. <laughs> uh, fantastic. God bless Shepparton. Right up there with Sale. Yeah. Maui. We're very lucky down here, Victoria. Oh. Some, some artsy sort of towns. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. So it sounds like you're pretty busy anyway, though, mate. And that's great. You're doing what you love doing, and you're getting out. You're seeing a bit of the country, and um, and anyone who goes along and sees your show, I'm sure they're uh, pretty happy with their choice as well. That's right. What we love doing is spending money, and we've really, you know, we're having a great time doing plenty of that. So it's good to be spending some time with our hobbies. That's right. You might make some money by the time you're our age, right? So who knows? Who knows? Maybe one day if I get on ninety four point seven, the pulse, the voice of Geelong. Well, uh, then maybe. I tell you what, we, get, we know a few people here. It just yeah. rains cash when you get on community radio. Are there a few yeah. people there? Just well, <laughs> not, not not at the moment. There's a cleaning lady at the front there. I don't know what she's doing. She looks like she's pinching DVDs at the moment. <laughs> She's whacking them in her bag, so... <laughs> well, it's been a dream uh, to come on this radio station since it started in 1996 as the Yu Yangs Radio. Jeez, look at him doing his wow, research. Wow, that's amazing. Did, really? And it goes all the way from the outskirts of the Ballerine to Werribee and Colac. I mean, Colac. Hello, Colac, the home of Buller Thickened Cream. So we've got big reach, people. <laughs> well, they reckon that they had more listeners back then when it was Yu Yangs. Yeah, probably. <laughs> what they got now. So we're going backwards. <laughs> it was the only station I know that addresses local issues, concerns and events <laughs> and provides a platform to share their passions and interests without the noise of commercialism of a typical mainstream radio. <laughs> and that is something I have always said, gentlemen. I'm actually learning something tonight. This is informative. <laughs> this is educational. Yeah. Ethan, you've lived, once again, you've raised the bar. You often raise, <laughs> the, you often raise the bar with the way that you dress when you come and do our mm. shows. Mm. Um, always very, very impressive. But tonight you've educated us. You've I'm still wearing a, a three-piece suit and a top hat. Um, it is 32 degrees here in Perth, <laughs> but uh, okay. it's worth it for you, folks. What, what I want you to do is try and uh, get knocked up a high-vis suit. Yeah, that's going to be impressive. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. There's a whole new flyering market there. People stuck at the traffic lights with a waiting for a lollipop sign to go around. Yeah. Go. I can just zip through with my flyers. They're, think, they're thinking you're going to give them some like, real key information about traffic and which way they can go. Yeah. Hello. You're, you're telling me my hour-long PowerPoint presentation comedy show isn't key information? Is that what you're <laughs> trying to say here, Luke? No, I'm trying to say that maybe they weren't expecting it. It's but different, sometimes... Different important information. Different important information, and sometimes that can be the key. Exactly. Like art, art matters. Now, look, uh, we're running out of time here, but uh, how do you go with Christmas dinner? I know that cooking in your household growing up was probably a bit of a, uh, a fraught topic, but, you know, how do you go? Oh, mate, if I don't, I don't, like, for people who don't know, right, 
My mum famously is is the worst cook in the world. Oh, come on, mate. I reckon I'll, I'll see your mum and I'll raise you my mum. I have met your mum, actually, and yeah. you know what it is? It, one of the worst dates I've ever been on. Um, <laughs> um, That's because she cooked for you, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we had, we had lamb, right? Um, yeah. And I walked into the kitchen Christmas morning and, quote, unquote, mum said, can you fix this for me as I walked <laughs> in um, to the kitchen? Because mum's got a Weber, right? And they, they love the Weber. I, people, we need to stop buying Webers. Yeah. Okay, I'm mm. sick of it. Yep. It's not a barbecue. Why would we want a barbecue? Just use the barbecue, all right? This thing was smoking so bad. It was like a chimney. It was like my dad just after divorce. This thing was smoking so much, right? <laughs> uh, genuinely, when then we came out and I... You know when the when the you get a really good cooked lamb, you can pull the bone straight out, yeah, and kind yeah. of like, you know, beautifully juicy. This one you can pull the bone straight out because all of the meat had burnt off. <laughs> it was just bone. Exactly. Actually, yeah, That's she right. might have my mum covered, I reckon, by the sound of it. The sound, yeah, I think they're perfect for each other. We can set them up. Maybe that um, that women's club Tim's going to spend an afternoon at. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be great too. But that makes it sound like fun. Yeah, I know. Look, my mum's actually improved a little bit, Ethan. But when I was young, mate, growing up in the eighties, Ethiopia used to send us food parcels. <laughs> but she has improved. I'll give her that, Susie. Uh, but I, I do love uh, the story to tell about the baked mango, Ethan. That's oh, the baked mangoes. Yeah, and, the, and people always come up to me and go, you know, when I would have what? Surely it wasn't that bad. No, I actually did the baked mango thing's very real. I had a friend over for dinner when this, there's one little um, embellishment on that story right is I tell people that you know the, the mangoes went in whole in the oven and got baked it's not true she peeled the mangoes and she put slices in little ramekins right and put them in put them in the <laughs> oven and then baked them for half an hour so what so they didn't come out crispy right they came out like this this hot kind of puree stodgy puree right <laughs> Um, and I, I had like a new friend over. It's like you know, year ten, trying to make friends at school. A yeah. <laughs> mum plates up these four plates of um, mango with a dollop of yogurt on top. Delicious. Um, and my mate, his mum's the best cooker. He's just trying so hard to be polite, and he just puts his head down in this thing like it's a year twelve exam and just motors through it, <laughs> puts away every spoonful. Meanwhile, me and my mum, my stepdad, are just kind of chatting about. Meal um, and just kind of whatever we were talking about. My mate Lucky finishes the meal, like basically throws the spoon down on the table and takes a big deep breath. At that moment, my stepdad takes a big spoonful of this baked mango um, and then puts it down um, and sits back and goes, Oh, I'm sorry, I burned it. That's not actually very nice. I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. I haven't seen Lockie since, actually. For all of in the end. Well, mate, oh, look, our listeners, all of them, the thousands and well, oh, tens of thousands, tens probably, of thousands. They, they might not get over there tonight. They might not get over to Perth, but they will be around for the comedy festival. So can you let them know where you're going to be and uh, what, what they're going to look out for? Absolutely. So we got uh, a whole bunch of shows happening at the Comedy Festival um, between me and my good friend Sweeney Preston. We've got uh, a PowerPoint show. So we've got a, a show that's an hour of PowerPoint comedy and every joke has a slide. I mean, this thing has 600 slides. So there's a lot of jokes in this show. Wow, and that's a lot of prep, it. mate. Hey, we had to upgrade our OneDrive subscription because it doesn't fit on a USB. Wow. It's a big file. So we've got that happening. It's called Presentation is Everything. Um, that's happening on Tuesdays through the Comedy Festival. 
We've also got a show um, where we pay other comedians, because we're quite good at making PowerPoints now, so it's funny for us to get comedians who are bad at making PowerPoints and give them money to make their own and present them in front of an audience. Um, so we've got a PowerPoint comedy showcase happening um, on the weekends at the Love Comedy it. Festival. Um, and then we've got one more show. We've got a wine tasting. It's a comedy wine tasting, so that'll be for our friends all the way out there on the Ballerine or maybe at Mount Dunedin and uh, the coverage of uh, The Pulse um, who want to come and have a glass of wine with us, all five. Um, we get our friend to run a regular wine tasting at a wine bar and we just come along and we bully him for an hour or two. Oh, that's um, brilliant. Love it. That's a lot of fun. And I'm glad you mentioned Mount Dunedin, mate. I live out that way and I've done a little yeah. bit of wine wine tasting in my time, haven't I, Tim? Oh, you, your pellet's in your ass, mate. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> Tim, Tim laments the fact that I buy a lot of my wine from the German supermarket. Oh, and rejoices in it too. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. $3 yeah. a bottle, you can't go wrong. Oh, just don't great. Don't. Great stuff. Don't, yeah, don't. A lot of, of LDX exports to Mount Dunedin these days, I hear. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Ethan, thank you so much for joining yeah, us here. Thanks, buddy. You're very oh, Busy man, you but uh, you know, you give a time out for for us, yeah, for fat and ginger. Absolutely. You know, we couldn't be happier. I wouldn't miss it for the world, folks. So I'll uh, I'll see you very soon. I'm sure. Right, thanks, guys. Get along and see uh, Ethan and Sweeney at the yeah, Melbourne Comedy Festival. Everything, absolutely. Government funding. Station sponsor. Good chat. <laughs> Our producer is off the ball today. Yeah, the, the producer, I tell you what, we're giving him a shot. Give him a shot and look at what the happens. big time yeah. here on 94.7 Pulse yeah. We took a leaf out of uh, Pete and Mike's book and we went and got ourselves a producer. It just yeah. keeps missing the mark. Yeah. yeah. So, so, might have to look for another one. Shouldn't probably say it in front of them. No, that's right. <laughs> They're just holding up, they shrugging up their hands and holding them yeah. up through the glass. So, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, get your job right. Like we, when do we muck up? So having yeah, a producer, yeah. we thought it was going to be great, but it was in fact crap. That's crap. Is that like a leading for me? Yeah, jingle. Yeah. yeah. Don't believe the hype. That's actually crap. Can I, can I make a suggestion that because we're well, you and I'm going to take a leaf out of you. I'm going to turn over a new leaf too. Mm-hmm. Let's have Just a new. Start coming to the tennis. No, not that sort of leaf. Oh, you're uh, going to start smoking? No, that's... Oh, oh what do you got? Yeah. <laughs> but instead of, for 2023, instead of having that's crap, why don't we be positive and have that's actually great? So something that everyone thinks is crap, but is really, really good. Nah. Oh, I like it better when we no, win. Like fish paste or something. <laughs> you go, everyone thinks it's rubbish, but you know what? It's awesome. It's crap. Uh, what do you got? That's crap. That's crap. Are we going first? Yeah, go on. All right, so... Uh, I was sort of struggling for something after standing in the rain all afternoon. And uh, what did you do that for? Oh, it wasn't work. I had to. Anyway, it's a long yeah, story. Yeah, that rain can be annoying. Like I said, half an hour we lost on centre court. Your pims went warm, did it? Yeah. yeah. Didn't quite get to it. Um, but I thought, and I've been watching, unfortunately, so tennis is the one option on Channel 9. On Channel 7 is Big Bash, which is only marginally yeah, better than tennis. Yeah, marginally. And yeah. Uh, so I've been watching a bit of that and all the Australian players are back from test duties to play in the Big Bash for the... Yeah, okay. Till they oh, Steve Smith's been going crazy. I saw that. Yeah, till they go off to India. So Steve Smith, who is just, you know, is the sort of person we'll be telling our kids and grandkids that we used to watch play, once in a generation player, amazing to watch. Well, twice in generation. Well, him and what, Labuschagne? Uh, David Warner. No, no, I'd say just shut up, right? Okay. Let me have my lead in. 
<laughs> Sorry. And then you have the guy who made his name in 2020, right? Yeah. That's how he started. He did too, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. David Warner. Plucked out of nowhere. That's it? right. From obscurity. And what did he make? About 70 in his first knock off yeah, 30, 40 as, balls. Yeah, as a you know, 12-year-old or whatever he was. <laughs> anyway, so now he's getting on and he's probably in the autumn years of his career and he's come back to play Big Bash and he's just not that good anymore. And of course, I've got to preface all this by saying, you know, I've never played at that level and, you know, it's amazing. You haven't. You never, didn't you play for Australia? No, no, not, oh, not last sorry, week. No, not yeah, well, look, I knew David Warner was coming up, so I did a bit of quick research, mate. Yeah. So you said he's no good. No, 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 no. Hang on, you said he's no good. He's in that's crap. People think he's good, but he's actually not. In Australia, he's a magician. Outside of Australia, especially in England. Well, no geez, you, you did play in England last time. But just let me look up uh, the list here of um, oh, the te- top 10 best Australian opening batsmen of all Wait, time. Wait you start talking about private health when I come with the uh, statistics. Uh, who's number one? Uh, opening batsman of all time? Yes. Uh, recent? In our lifetime. Uh, Jeff Marsh? No. Mark Taylor? No. Uh, Clue? Superstar. Superstar. Played, played well on, in India? Dean, no, not Dean Jones. Matthew Hayden. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Number one rank. Now, I'm not sure how they do the rankings, mm-hmm. but I, I assume it's by averages and taking a few things into account. Yeah. Number two, Bill Laurie. Number three, Justin Langer. Yep. Number four, Bob Simpson. Now, funnily enough, all four of them were opening partners with each other. Oh, they were too, yeah. So, Hayden yeah. and Langer, Simpson and, and yep. Laurie. Laurie, yep. And then number five... D Warner. D Warner. So fifth best opening batsman ahead of Arthur Morris, Tim, Mark Taylor, Michael Slater, Jeff Marsh, David Byrne. There's some pretty good players behind him, but he ranks higher. But and how? you're trying to say he's no good. Hang on. How have they done that? What's How have they ranked them? I think they just picked some names and said, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. the best one. Oh, Dave Warner, yeah, he's good. He sells OLED TVs. Well, he's made, he, he, well according to this, he's made 7,800 runs. Yeah. That's not a bad effort for an opening batsman. Yeah, all on Adelaide Oval, dead tracks. Oh, yeah, that's the only time he made runs. Yeah. I'm sorry, mate, but if you're going to put people in that's crap, I'm going to argue with you. Okay. Are you going to take him to England this year in the no, team? not a chance. That's right. Are you going to take him to India? No, nah, probably not. Would you... I, I'd put it to you mm-hmm. that if he had half an ounce of dignity in class, that he would go, okay, I'm not playing well. I managed to jag a... He two- made 200. Wait, I'm getting... Just stop yeah, interrupting me, yeah, right? Yeah, I've managed to jag a 200 here against a dehydrated, parched South African attack in 37 degrees. I'm going to take this opportunity to announce my retirement... Play the last test in Sydney. We didn't know it was going to be rained off, but, you know, last test in Sydney, I'm going to go out on top. How okay. good's that? Yeah, I don't know David personally. No. Do you think he'll be the sort of bloke who'd do that? Not at all. No. He will play until the bitter end. Yes, of course he will. And, he most, will be and, and no, most of them do. Most of them well, have to get the tap on the shot. Not, not too many go out of their own accord. Well, they reckon, I think it was Mark Taylor had... Was it Mark Taylor or someone else who was, had the thing, apparently, that he said, no, I'm gonna, I'll play to the end of this series, and then that's it. And they said, no, 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 this is your last You're day. going now. You're going now. I remember Ian Healy, um, he played, I think he played 99 tests, Ian Healy. Yeah. And the first one of the summer was in Brisbane. Yeah. And he said, well, that'll be my 100th, and I'll just play that. Because yeah. they said, no, time's up. We've got yeah. this bloke, uh, young bloke coming through, Adam yeah. Gilchrist. And he goes, oh, can you, all right, just let me play that one test. I'm done. They yeah. said, no, no, you go now. Really? Gee, yeah, that's rough. Wouldn't let him play his 100th. Jeez, that's rough. For a bloke who's probably the oh, oh, he was second a, or third best keeper we've ever had. Oh, it's probably he, he, his glove work was amazing, wasn't yeah, it? Oh, better than Gilchrist. Oh, he was. But he just couldn't bat like no. Gilchrist. Nobody could. No. So, um, anyway, that's enough of that. I'm going to tell you a story. I haven't told you a story yet, right? So, so, so oh, we've had enough talking about David Warner now, have you? 
Well, I guess so. Yeah. It's my <laughs> turn now. Yeah, sorry, Because otherwise we won't be able to go early like we spoke about. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, yeah. I'll, I'll give you that scrap because right. Dave Warner, he's probably done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, right next. Uh, so, a little story. Uh, a couple of days before Christmas, uh, I got this massive big pain. I woke up with it, actually. Mm. Big pain in my chest. Jesus. And you start. Like, it wasn't like, it was like something I've never felt before, right? And I thought, oh, that's a bit worrying. And I went for that a walk. That is worrying. Went for a walk with my partner and I was really struggling and got to the point where I thought, oh, no, this is really bad. Like, it, it was, I was taking Panadol on Europe and I could still feel it. So, I went to, so I booked in to see a doctor. A couple of days before Christmas, pretty hard to get in. Mm. And they sent me to a private hospital. Right, and the private hospital is what I'm putting in. That's crap, because private hospital. Mm. I'm, I'm a private patient, a newly private patient. I've been on Medicare for years. Mm. Never had an issue with the Geelong Hospital. Always been really good down mm. there. Uh, and then I thought, because I'm a private patient, they said they asked me. Said, "Are you?" I said, "Yeah, I am." They said, "Right, we'll send you to." Now I'm not going to mention the name of them. Right, but they're there's in, only one. In they're in warm ponds next to Deacon there. <laughs> right, so uh, they yeah. sent me in there, and just horrific experience from start to finish. Now I have tried to complain to them. I yeah. rang them. They, they, they haven't got the complaints department. Now I'll tell you why. Because I was there five hours. Right, yeah. got a scan, and I still haven't got the results of that scan before Christmas. It was a month ago, and it was pain in your chest. Yes, and you haven't got the results. The, the, of that. the doctor that I went and saw that referred me said I'm really worried it's your um, what, what, what do you call, what breaks down alcohol liver nah what's the Kidneys. other one? Uh, pancreas oh, pancreas, pancreas? Uh, I don't know I don't know something like that yeah. anyway uh, yeah. he said I'm, I'm really worried I'm going to send you straight into emergency so I'm shit myself yeah. right as you would be and I'm you know, I, was, I rang mum and she's done the old I told you you drink too much yeah. Yeah. anyway um, so, so apparently if you can have if you drink too much that can be a factor <laughs> Yeah, so I was a little worried, Tim, that, yeah. uh, that maybe my time was done. And so I've gone in there to the hospital, five hours I was there. Mm. They scanned me after two, mm. but for the rest of the time, no one come near me. No. Right? And then I got to five o'clock, because it makes two days before Christmas, I've got to pick up kids, I've got stuff to do. So I said, can you ring me with the results? Yeah. I'm still waiting. That's amazing. That's incredible. It's a month later. I rang him that night. I rang him the next morning. I rang him that afternoon. Just brushed me off. Didn't want to know about me. Um, and then uh, I never got the results and the GP never got them. Like, it was just nothing ever happened. So, you know, I tried it. And this is why I brought it up. So, the, I, um, but I couldn't get results out of them, but they kept sending me bills. So they paid, I paid 270 bucks to check in yeah. on the day. Jesus. Then I got a bill for 300 for the scan. Yeah. Then I got a bill last week, 120 for the lab work. But you haven't got a result. But I never got a result. So I, I, I kept ringing, saying, can someone please, and they kept passing me department to department, no one wanted to know about it. So on Friday, I had enough. I rang the doctors and said, don't ever send people there again, because they don't treat people very well. And then I wrote a letter yesterday to the CEO, yeah, and detailing my experience. I've had about 14 emails since from a whole bunch of different people have had phone calls and everything. Good. So, so they're on the ball now. Have you got the results? Nice. No, I still haven't got the results. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, no, a doctor rang me yesterday, yesterday afternoon. And you're dying or you're right? No, no, it's nothing. Yeah, good. But, but, I mean, the pain was gone a couple of days later, yeah. but I didn't know that. 
Yeah. At the time. Well, you would have been drunk for most of Christmas, so... Well, well I had to, <laughs> just to block out the pain. So it was, uh, The mental anguish. Well, Mum said, you can't drink until you know what it is. I said, I'm drunk right now. <laughs> so, yeah, but no, look, uh, yeah. I'm sure there's some lovely people down at that hospital. I don't want to bag it too but you're much. But you're not bagging the people, you're bagging the institution. The, the, the whole institution of private, yeah. you'd think, if I'm paying money for something I could get for free... That's how they that sell you it. you should be looked after. Yep, and, and that's I, how they sell it. Absolutely. Yeah. You, go, you go private, you get a better experience. Yeah, well, that was a complete opposite. Yeah. Far worse than anything I've ever had at the Geelong Hospital. All right, well, so, on, on that happy note... Yeah, I can't be bothered. Do you want to stay? Nah, let's go. Do you want to just go? Yeah. Just play the outro? Yeah. So Can I cut all that out? Hey, can I just rewind? Can you dump the last 10 minutes? No, I can't go back that far. Okay. Yeah, sorry. All right, well, good to see you. <laughs> happy, see you right. happy 2023 and <laughs> that. See you soon. Shut down.